Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I am not a makeup artist. All of our products are designed to be extremely user-friendly. So, you know, I get ready in a minute, maybe two minutes every single morning. And, you know, I was joking with the team. I was like, we should time a video real time, no edits, and I'll just show everyone, you know, I do a squirt of slip tint, a squirt of glowy super gel, our two bestsellers, directly onto my face. And then I just rub it all in. And then I put on blush and mascara. And I mean, I'm out the door so fast. It's like the opposite of how a makeup artist applies makeup. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, Breaking Beauty fam. Thanks for joining us for another week. We're Jill and Carlene, two longtime beauty editors, turn beauty podcasters, and we're here to tell you what's hashtag damn good in the world of beauty every single Wednesday. That's right. We're serving only the breakthrough products, moments, and minds in the world of beauty. And today we have a founder story for you from an indie beauty brand that launched just before the pandemic and managed to slay anyway. It's Say Beauty. This week, we're welcoming Lainey Crowell. She's the Hamptons-based founder of Say. That's spelled S-A-I-E. It's a cosmetic range that really was like an instant hit when it launched in late 2019. It had cult celebrity fans like America Ferreira, Mandy Moore, and Queen Goop herself, Gwyneth Paltrow, who liked the product so much, she actually invested in the brand. So Say Beauty positions itself as a clean beauty brand. But if you're a regular listener, you know that we're more interested in sustainability than what's considered kind of toxic or non-toxic around here. You know, until we get our chemistry or cosmetic regulator certificates, we're not going to wax clean beauty around here. But what I will say is that Say has certainly captured the clean girl aesthetic that's so popular on TikTok. You know, it has nothing to do with ingredients, but it's that ultra groomed, very put together, minimal look that like Hailey Bieber and Bella Hadid have ushered in kind of in that post Kardashian 
ultra-contoured face era. It's more fresh and it doesn't require you to be like a makeup artist to put it on. I feel like Say just has that on lock. And I believe when Say first launched, the whole assortment was less than, I think it was five products for less than $25, which does feel really different when you compare it to other clean brands out there. And I think like Glossier, Say really nailed their branding to that Instagram or perhaps we'll now say that TikTok generation, you know, their products, you've got that soft lilac hue, that oversized logo. And so it's no surprise that in 2021, WWD Beauty awarded Lainey herself Marketer of the Year. Yeah, that all makes sense. And Say has already picked up backing from Unilever Ventures. You know, they Mm -hmm. really support a lot of startup brands that we've heard a lot about, like Instacart, Mm -hmm. Nutrafol, Frank Body. You know, I'm curious though, Carlene, because I I think up until we had spoken to Lainey, you hadn't had much familiarity trying Say. So I am curious what you think of it and if there's any product that really popped off for you personally. Yeah. Well, you know, we like to focus on the bestseller around here Mm -hmm. and that would be the Slip Tint Dewy Tinted Moisturizer SPF 35. It's $35. There's 14 shades. We're going to talk about it with Lainey a little later in the show. I just think if you're going to launch during peak pandemic, a tinted moisturizer, I mean, that was the right idea. You know, Mm -hmm. that was uniform makeup when it Mm -hmm. launched. I like that it gives more coverage than your average tinted moisturizer. I like that it doesn't settle into my fine lines Mm -hmm. as somebody who's in my 40s. It's mad dewy, though. You know, if you want like that dewy dumpling kind of Namvo glow, this is Mm -hmm. it in a bottle. I think we've said that before. It's very reflective, almost gives you like a wet look. It gives me like a wet look and I don't even have oily skin. So I don't know if oily skin listeners are going to love this, but if you're, like I described, if you want that kind of like serious reflective glow, this is your jam. Yeah. And it's not sparkly at all. It just really is dewy as advertised. Yeah. The dewy tinted moisturizer. I personally can tolerate it more in the wintertime, but definitely not in the summer. It wouldn't be my go-to. Also, big news, the entire Say selection is now available in-store at Sephora. Even though it is Earth Month, Say is doing sustainability all year long. I know that they're climate neutral certified and even their bay at Sephora, which I think is industry speak for just like their stand. It uses uh, 70% less plastic than typical fixtures. And they also have an initiative that they call Trolling for Trees, which is a new social media campaign where, say, plants a tree to offset the carbon emissions for wasteful activities spotted on Instagram or TikTok. We've seen a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Very (laughs) clever. They're really thinking outside of the box Mm -hmm. in many ways. The initiative that I am just going gaga over is their vintage brand merch. Mm -hmm. You know, they're using actual upcycled clothing and doing like embroidery and stuff on it. It's very curated, one of a kind, very original and super on point for being sustainable and creative. They're getting all the points. So we're going to ask Lainey about that today. We're also going to learn about her globe trotting as a child that sort of inspired her love of beauty. She's going to tell us about what it's like to interview to be Anna Wintour's assistant as she rose through the ranks in the magazine world in New York City. And finally, we're going to hear all about what we can expect from their next product drop that's coming out in May. It's said to be their most requested product ever. Can't wait to hear. Yeah. And don't forget everything that we discuss. We will link to it over on our website, which is breakingbeautypodcast.com. All right. Let's hear from Lainey. (laughs) 
new must-have SPF alert in partnership with our friends at Murad. So last month, Carlene and I, we debuted our Hall of Fame. So this is really an ode to all of the products that we've tested during the last five years of doing Breaking Beauty podcasts. These are the products that we recommend time and time again that we say are worth the money. And there was a lot of them to kind of whittle down. But let me tell you, there was one product that dropped last month that was such an instant hit. We were like, we have to put it into our Hall of Fame. And that product is from Murad. It's the Correct and Protect Broad Spectrum SPF 45. It's a two-in-one innovation that feels and corrects like a serum and protects with SPF. So of course, Murad is a dermatologist-founded skincare brand. It formulates highly effective products backed by clinical testing and validated by proof and science. What's genius is you don't need to rely on a separate serum and sunscreen. This product kind of brings the best of both worlds together. It's got a satiny, smooth, 100% mineral SPF that really helps to future-proof your skin. It's in a dropper format. It really goes on beautifully. It is so satiny, silky. There's zero white cast at all. It just is a very elegant experience, and it feels like a totally new innovation. So the good news is that we have a special offer to try it for yourself. You can shop Murad.com to save 20% off and get free shipping with your $60 purchase when you use our special promo code BEAUTY. Again, that's Murad.com spelled M-U-R-A-D.com and use our promo code BEAUTY. That will give you 20% off and free shipping with your $60 purchase. Once again, that's Murad.com and use our code BEAUTY. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our blog. Now back to the show. Hello and welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast, Lainey. So we always ask people, we always start with where you're from, but I understand that this is a complicated question for you because you kind of grew up all over the world. So tell us about that. So I was born in Denver, Colorado. My mom joined the Foreign Service when I was about four years old, which launched, you know, a really exciting and interesting and dynamic childhood. I moved to Washington, D.C. for a really quick stint so that my mom could learn Chinese. And then we moved to China and we were in Guangzhou, China. And we weren't there for, you know, that long. What was amazing was that we then, when we left China, we spent, I think, two months traveling Southeast Asia. So even though I was only, you know, five, six years old, I have so many memories of that time, which I think is because the images were so, you know, totally unique to me. Mm -hmm. When I think about my kids' childhood right now with COVID and they pretty much haven't left Sag Harbor. You know, Mm -hmm. they're, they see the same thing every day. I can't wait to start traveling with them. But after China, we moved back to Washington, D.C. We were there for a few years and then we moved to Paris, which was amazing. I moved there in middle school. Not an easy time for anyone and it definitely wasn't easy being thrown into French school, not speaking French. <laughs> that was like, that was hard, but it was so formative for me. I just fell in love with beauty and fashion and food because that's what you do in France and, and Paris. You know, it's you use the word vain in the U.S. and it has such a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And in France, it's not at all negative. Women get facials every week. We would, you know, even now, that would seem so indulgent to me. But that was, I think, what I really took away from my time there was this pride in taking care of the way you look and enjoyment in it. I love it. So to me, it's it's really nice to not have to necessarily feel guilty about investing in timeless fashion pieces or spending time um, with my skin and my makeup. Like it's, to me, it's a ritual I really enjoy. 
So eventually you would end up back in the U.S. And after college, like us, I understand you set your sights on working at a magazine. And so how did you break in? Were you an intern or what path did you take? I moved to New York not knowing anybody. I had, I think I had a friend in California who knew the person at HR at Gucci. So I got an internship there. Of course, this was when all internships were 100% unpaid. I worked at Gucci five days a week. I told them that my goal was to be an editorial. So they one day got an email from the team at Elle who said they were looking for interns. I um, applied and I got the internship. Again, five days a week, full-time, for free. I was a hostess at a restaurant after work, and then I would do like double or triple shifts on the weekends. And I was there for a few months and totally frustrated. I mean, it's really hard to get your foot in the door. But I worked for some, you know, really big names and I got to go to incredible photo shoots and it was a really amazing opportunity, even though it was unpaid. <laughs> and as I mentioned, I was like getting pretty frustrated. I had seven interviews to be Anna Wintour's assistant at one point. I don't know if I've ever shared this. And I didn't get the job. I My final interview was with her. I remember I was walking on the West Side Highway when I got the call that I didn't get the job. And I found out later that the person who did get the job was like the daughter of somebody incredibly famous and well-connected and frustrated, like, okay, well, I don't have ties to the fashion industry like that. So here's the story of how I got my first job. I was in Banana Republic, and I saw Kim France, the editor-in-chief of Lucky Magazine, looking at gloves. It was like, you know, wintertime. And she left the store. And I'd kind of been like milling around her, like creepy style. <laughs> Didn't get the, the guts up until finally, like, a voice in my head was like, you have to do it. And so I literally ran after her and, you know, calling after her down the street, Miss France. And she turned around and I said, you know, my name's Lainey and I've been working as an intern for, like, at that point, it was probably like six months. I just can't seem to get my foot in the door. Do you have any advice for me? And she gave me her business card. I emailed her and she wrote back and said, the biggest quality, the most important quality to have in this industry is fearlessness. And clearly you have it because you introduced yourself <laughs> to me on the street. And she proposed, like, you know, put me forward for a job. And that was my first job as the uh, fashion news assistant at Lucky Magazine. And I know that after you worked at magazines, you kind of left that world and you started in content creation at Estee Lauder. And surely this must have been really the place where, you know, your love and knowledge of beauty grew to the point where you decided to do your own thing. So tell us about that. So the decision to go in-house at Estee Lauder, I had kind of gotten to a point with fashion where it just, it felt very exclusive. And I loved the idea that beauty was more inclusive and so I also was really interested in working in-house and to understand like how a business really works as opposed to just being an editor, which is what I've been before. And being an editor is a really luxurious job. You're just saying yes or no. You're not having to really create anything. So I was really excited about it. And I worked there for five years and I went I started their social media channels. I created their influencer marketing department. I created all their online content. It was an amazing opportunity. I remember when I told my boss, like maybe a couple of years in, I said, 
um, I think, you know, maybe I should be getting, going to business school and getting my MBA. And she turned, she said, you are getting your MBA. Yeah. (laughs) And it was true. Mm -hmm. It was such an amazing education. I think about things I learned at Estee Lauder every single day. But I think when I worked there, I again kind of got to this place where I wanted it to be better. I wanted them to be thinking about sustainability more. I wanted them to be thinking about ingredients and how it was affecting their consumers' bodies. And these were conversations that just weren't happening. And so I left with this really big idea of helping beauty be better having absolutely no idea how it's going to materialize. To be totally honest, it didn't even cross my mind about starting a a makeup brand until I started seeing some of my peers do it. I had some expanders like Emily Weiss. And I remember when I saw her launching Glossier, and she and I have been friendly for a long time, that was probably the first time it even kind of entered my realm of consciousness as something that could be done. But the idea was really just how do we make beauty better? To me, beauty is an industry that should be so deeply focused on helping um, women and its consumers feel good and feel better. And the fact that there were products that were doing the opposite of that just felt completely counterintuitive to me. You know, I think when I read Estee Lauder's biography, it was incredibly inspiring to me. You know, she was an OG. <laughs> like totally, you know, she was an entrepreneur before that word existed. Mm-hmm. So I think there was just a lot of things swirling in my head. And so I started a blog to talk about all these different topics. And the blog, I don't, was never an end point in my mind. It was simply a conduit to have these conversations. And this was really before wellness had taken off, before clean was a word that was a, it definitely was not in people's vocabulary when it came to beauty. So these were super early conversations, which is why and how I was able to see that opportunity for makeup. I was getting, as you guys, I think we're just talking about earlier, you know, I was getting all these packages sent to my house. And, you know, one day I went looking for makeup and it was a very visual moment because, you know, you have all these bins and all of them were overflowing except for the makeup bin. And that was when I went online and started asking my community, like, you know, why are, isn't there more makeup? What do you, you use? What actually works? And that was the conversation that sparked the creation of Say. And that's where the name comes from, is from our community saying what they want. Mm-hmm. And you launched Say in 2019. That wasn't that long ago, of course, but it's not like in 2010 when Carlene and I first were editors and there were OGs in the space. You know, there was Rosemary Swift from RMS Beauty. There's Kira Weiss. There was Sasha from Ilia Beauty, Bite Beauty. Even Kosas was around, had been around for a little bit. So like in your opinion or at that time, why did you feel as though Say needed to exist? Our big differentiation or white space, you could say, was around products that were incredibly clean, high performance, at an accessible price point. And we launched with everything under $25 mm-hmm. and really took sustainability in mind. And that's something that is really important in what was part of the Feel Good Five. Feel Good Five is the lens at which we look at everything through. So the acronym stands for clean, conscious, luxury, earth-friendly, award-winning, and new. Mm-hmm. So every decision we make, you know, our planet comes in mind. Did you work with somebody who was a makeup artist to come up with these formulas to to kind of reach that bar that you were looking for? No, I didn't. And I think that's an important thing to remember with Say is that I am not a makeup artist. All of our products are designed to be extremely Mm user-friendly. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get ready in a minute, maybe two minutes every single morning. <laughs> and, you know, I was joking with the team. I was like, we should time a video real time, no edits. And I'll just show everyone, you know, I do a squirt of slip tin, a squirt of glowy super gel, our two bestsellers directly onto my face. And then I just rub it all in. And then I put on blush and mascara. And I mean, I'm out the door so fast. It's like the opposite of how a makeup artist applies makeup. But I think that's how real women apply makeup. Yeah, for sure. Not every line has to be, you know, the full beat face, right? I get that. For sure. I mean, there's that, by the way, you should do that, Lainey, because there is the three-minute TikTok challenge, three minutes to do a whole full face. Oh, man, I can beat that so fast. (laughs) Sounds like you could do 90 seconds. I could also do it anywhere. Pausing for a moment to shout out one of our show partners, Print Fresh. So I'm very curious. Do you all have a getting ready morning routine? And I'm talking about the order that you get ready. For me, I always do my hair first, then my makeup, and I get dressed at the very last second, which means that I do wear a robe around the house every single morning. And I have to tell you about my latest robe obsession, and it's from Print Fresh. So Print Fresh is a female-owned and operated luxury sleepwear brand with inclusivity and sustainability in mind. They have short sets, robes, sleep shirts, and separates, and most are available in sizes from extra small to 6X, along with offering men's, women's, and all gender silhouettes. They hope that anyone can find their perfect fit. Their pieces are 100% organic cotton that I can attest get softer with each and every wash. Plus, they feature bold colors and whimsical patterns. So I'm in love with the robe that I got. First and foremost, everyone, the cut and fit is so flattering. I am not someone with a size A cup. So often with robes, I feel like I'm going to flash somebody or it's just I'm always like pulling and tugging. Not with this one. The fit is so good. It really it has the tie and kind of nips you at the waist. It also has pockets, which I love. And it's a mid calf length. So you just feel like you're covered up, but it's not too heavy. It's a perfect weight cotton. And the print is just so great. The print that I got is called Bagheera Sapphire. And the founder, Amy, she was inspired by antique paintings of large jungle cats and decorative flora. So it just really is that dose of dopamine in the morning because the print is so bold and colorful. So with Mother's Day right around the corner, I was thinking about how Print Fresh would make such a great Mother's Day gift, either for your mom, your mother-in-law, a new mom in your life, or someone who you love like a mom. And even if you're shopping last minute or having trouble picking out that perfect sleep set, Print Fresh has gift cards and they take the stress and guesswork out of gifting. All of that, and they have fast shipping and free exchanges. So good news, we have an exclusive code just for Breaking Beauty listeners. Head to printfresh.com slash breaking beauty or use code beauty for 15% off your first order. That's printfresh.com slash breaking beauty or use code beauty at checkout for 15% off your first order. We'll link to that offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. I read your product development. It's not something that you farmed out. It's like one of the first people you hired. Is that right? Oh, yeah. That was the first person I hired. I recruited her from Estee Lauder. She was also really passionate about clean. And, you know, it's pretty unusual when it comes to a startup, that, especially in beauty. Almost everyone I spoke to said, oh, no, no, you don't need a product developer. You can just, there are product developers at labs. You find a lab, you work with them. And it was so important to me that we approached our product development like they do in big beauty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In Big Beauty, it's every product is a hero. Like I, that's 
so important to me. That's the, where the newness comes from, is that we're creating products that you haven't seen before that are truly innovative. And the only way you get there is if you have somebody working for you full-time. And then, of course, you know, partnering with chemists and labs. But, you know, going to one lab and that person creating all of your products is never going to give you best-in-class mm-hmm. formulations. I want to talk about the slip tint for a moment because that really was what kind of set it off, I feel like. And maybe it was partially because of when you launched, which was during the pandemic, which is kind of, you know, something to be said for that in in itself, you know, launching a whole new brand during the pandemic. But I feel like it really was the year of the tinted moisturizer in so many ways because it was like we were all home we wanted to have a face, but not a full face. It was something that you could wear very easily. You could put it on with your, you didn't necessarily need like a special brush or a sponge or whatnot. And it has SPF. But what do you feel? How would you explain makes it different and had everyone so enamored? Because it was like an instant hit. So for me, when we were in product development on Subtint, I remember really vividly, I would get butterflies before I put it on. And it was because of that texture. I mean, it's so silky. Mm-hmm. That's the number one way in which people describe slip tin is that it's just, it's like silk going on your skin. So there's this incredible sensorial um, experience that you get with slip tin. And then I think two things. I think one, the look of it, that signature safe glow that is this gorgeous lit from within dewiness, I think is just very of the now. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's, because of how incredibly clean our ILs are, really you just end up with gorgeous luxury skincare. Mm-hmm. And so when you start wearing slip tint, you notice my skin's the most hydrated it's ever been. My skin is getting brighter from the licorice root and I'm getting that coverage. So I was just talking to someone earlier this morning. They said, oh, well, you know, I just put it on. It's my moisturizer every day and my foundation and my skincare. And I think that you know, exactly what you were saying about the pandemic. Nobody was applying lots of products. Everyone's like, okay, one and done, great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I think that was a big part of its success and part of why it's still just a cult mm-hmm. hero. One of the things we talked about earlier, this was actually off the air, so our, our listeners didn't get to hear, but you had said like you did have to pivot kind of pretty quickly due to the pandemic. And you had said like, you don't, you actually don't have offices anymore. But I mean, there was something else really big going on in the first year of your massive trajectory, which was some really important conversations around Black Lives Matter. And, you know, I can't imagine that that didn't affect, you know, how you were developing as a brand as well. So I'm curious, you know, what say has been doing to respond, whether it's raising awareness for Black Lives Matter or moves within the company, moving the conversation forward. You know, it was interesting. There was an article that came out the other day about other beauty brands, and they listed Say as a brand that is particularly good for um, darker skin tones. Mm -hmm. And that was never something that we intended in the sense that we just want it to be for everybody. But it was almost positioning us as a brand like exclusively for people with darker skin tones. And I think it was because we put so much time and effort into our shade ranges. We look at them time and time again. We have a complexion crew. So we have a private Facebook community called the Clean Beauty Crew, and a subset of that is the Complexion Crew. And that is a group of about, I'm going to say, it's probably like 20 people, but when we meet over Zoom, it's generally like maybe 
10 to 15 um, because not everybody can make the Zooms. And these are people who struggle to find their shade or are just really passionate about shades. And we test everything with them, formulation, shades, making sure that every single product we're creating looks good on all different shades ranges. And that's been incredibly helpful for us in just making sure that we are, you know, speaking to everybody and that our products are for everybody. Yeah. And I think certainly in tinted moisturizers, there have been a lot of brands that for a long time have kind of gotten away with, well, we only have five shades because they're tinted, they're sheer, like trust us, it's fine. I don't know that that has always worked. So (laughs) yeah, we actually went back and updated the shades of slip tint about a year after we launched slip tint. Mm-hmm. So we had initially had all neutral undertones, and then we got feedback from the complexion crew and, and consumers saying, actually, we wish there were undertones. I had wanted it to be really easy for everybody because, again, I'm not a makeup artist. I've never truly understood undertones, but the feedback we got was that, actually, no, we really need them. So we went back, and it was a huge investment on the brand side, but we knew it was the right thing to do. We went back, and we overhauled all of the shades and added undertones and then added additional shades. Mm-hmm. And that was something we did with the help of the Clean Beauty crew. So there's 14 shades now. That's awesome. And now a pause for one of today's show partners, Pair Eyewear. Hey guys, it's me, Carlene. And if you don't know me by now, here's me in a nutshell. I'm a beauty editor turned podcaster, cool mom, skincare snob, designer discount hunter, true crime junkie, online scrabble champion, midnight dancer, faux blonde. There are so many ways that we all express ourselves and that's what makes us unique. And customizable prescription glasses is just one more way that you get to express who you want to be with pair eyewear. So I just ordered my first pair. The style, it's called the Casper and it's kind of classic, like a rectangular shape. And the way that I chose them, they have this great online tool. You just stick your face in front of the camera and boom, I like I could tell that it was going to go with my medium with face shape. You know, I don't want them too wide. So that was awesome. And I feel really confident, even though I ordered them online, that when they arrive, I'm going to love them. So this is a classic look, but you know, I like something a little more daring. So I went with a pink clear color frame. It's kind of see-through like a Lucite. It's so cool. And I saw a designer pair. I tried them on like months and months ago and I really like them. So I love that these are affordable, but I'm still going to get that subtle like pastel neutral vibe that goes with everything. And if you want to get even more daring, pair eyewear's base frame and magnetic top frame combination makes it easy to switch up your style. There are hundreds of top frame designs to match whichever base frame you choose. So you can pop on like a reflective sun top and go full risky business style when it's sunny outside or pop on a fun design and go with striped frames for a day. Plus, for every pair purchased, Pair provides glasses and vision care for children around the world. Get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to PearEyewear.com slash beauty for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at PairEyewear.com slash beauty. We'll link to that offer in our show notes. And now back to today's guest. It is a bit of a loaded question, but where are we at with clean beauty in the conversation? I feel like there's still no definitive answer. What's your take on that? The way I think about it is less about let's not use things that are bad for us, but how do we create products that are really good for us. 
And I think that is where the innovation lies and where I get really excited. And something that you know does kind of go back to that French pharmacy mindset, but is really important to every single product that we create and is a natural byproduct too of like not including silicones, for example. You know, silicones are something that make my skin really break out, but they aren't something that your body absorbs. So, you know, they just go down the drain for the most part after you wash your face, but they are plastics. There's some that aren't, but for the most part, they are plastics and they don't get filtered out of our water system. So instead of having silicones in our formulas, we have, you know, gorgeous oils um, and waxes and ingredients that are doing really good things for your skin. So I really prefer to look at clean beauty through the lens of less, you know, let's not have things that are toxic and more, let's have things that are really good for us. You know, we infuse our mascara 101 with you know, shea butter and quack grass and all of these nourishing oils. And when you use Mascara 101 every day, like I do, you notice after probably a few weeks how long your lashes are. And, you know, that's just a result of using a product that's really good for you. And I think that's the same thing with slip tint. You know, my skin just keeps getting better and better the more I use it. Mm -hmm. And I know sustainability too, just on this topic again, it is Earth Month coming up. Can I just say that the Save Vintage merch that you launched at the end of 2021, that's my favorite initiative that you've been doing. And that was very clever, very unique. Maybe you could tell us about that. Oh, sure. So, so cool. Yeah, I we've been asked over and over again, we want sweatshirts, we want bags, we want stuff. And I just couldn't pull the trigger on it because fast fashion is obviously completely is the antithesis of sustainability or a sustainable initiative. So we just never did it. And I was driving one day and it was like an idea that literally came out of the sky into my head. And I called Lauren on my team who happens to be a vintage curator. Hmm. And I said, Lauren, this is a really crazy idea. I don't know enough about vintage, but I know you do. What if all of our merch was vintage? And she said, I love it. Let's do it. And so that was it. I love and this we so just, much. We just went off to the races with it. We sourced vintage curators who sourced the vintage for us. When I got images of the warehouse in LA, that large lemonade, who was one of our vintage curators, where they sourced from, it was amazing. But also you just were like, oh my God, like, Nobody should ever create a new piece of clothing. I mean, the amount yeah. of clothing in these warehouses, it's like football fields full of clothing. And yeah. these are cool pieces. Mm-hmm. I mean, like awesome sweatshirts. And we're so we're about to announce that Save Vintage is going to be permanent. Up until now, we've just had drops. Mm. And so now it's going to be permanent on our site. We're going to have button downs and sweatshirts that are always available. So cool. That have our logo on it. If you guys haven't seen it, a lot of the pieces are often custom dyed or hand dyed by these vintage curators in the say Pantone, I guess. Is that the right word for that? It's our uh, say lilac. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The say lilac tone. And it's, yeah, very cool. When is that dropping? I mean, well, we have to source everything. So probably we're hoping to have it time to Earth Day. Love it. Love it. I can't wait to see it. Don't hold me to that because it's tricky. I mean, you have to find (laughs) the pieces. Yeah. Follow them on Instagram so you'll know. So what's next in terms of product? What kind of sneak peeks can you tell us? Because I think people are dying to know. So I think by the time this episode launches, we'll have already started talking about our next products. I'm just going to go ahead and share it. This is our most requested product of 
all time, and it's launching on May 2nd. This is, I'm describing it as the concealer from the future. It is the most gorgeous, luxurious under eye concealer. It gives you that, you know, just stunning, radiant glow. But what's really special about it is that instead of covering, it's brightening and it melts into your skin. So it gives you this really seamless, doesn't look like you're wearing concealer, but perfectly covers, you know, any kind of, I personally have pretty blue under eyes and it just covers it perfectly. It's really hydrating. So personally, I sleep in it because I just feel like my under eyes like love that moisture. So I'm really excited for that. It's called Hydra Beam. And the way I think people are going to describe it is like a slip tint for your under eye. Mm -hmm. Okay. I cannot wait to try this. What kind of applicator is it? Is it like doe foot? So it's actually a cone applicator. Um, And the reason for that is because it's so hydrating that it's really amazing to put on blemishes. I really love to put it around my nose. You can micro conceal with it if you put it like on the tip of the cone or you can put on the side of the cone and just get like a, you know, a swipe of concealer. Mm -hmm. Very cool. It's really gorgeous. And it just feels so new because... You know, up until this point, I think it's all been about like, well, how much does it cover? And this is really like, let's, instead of covering, let's brighten. Yeah. Love it. I can't wait to try this. We need to ask you about your grandma who starred in one of your campaigns at age 99. She's turning 100. So what's in store for her 100th birthday? She's going to do another cameo or what? She's turning 100 in May. So we're throwing her, obviously, a huge party. I'm going to fly home with my daughter, Isabella. And, you know, I've kind of tried to throw it out a little bit if she'd be open to another photo shoot. I don't think so. Uh But I think we're going to just send her, we're going to get the wholesale community to send her cards. And and maybe she could even, like, pick some people to send product back to. We're going to have, like, something interactive to celebrate. Love it. Yeah. She really sparks joy when I see her face on your Instagram grid. And she's, yeah, I just love that you're, you know, making space for everybody. And it's really beautiful to see it all come Aren't those together. pictures amazing? Yeah, they really were. And she was like a reluctant model. You knew she was doing it because <laughs> you wanted her to. Because she wanted to be a good grandmother for you. Not because she was a star or wanted to be like hogging the camera, you know? Like any good Nana? It took months to convince her. Like my whole family had to get in on it. And, you know, Say Vintage went viral, but Nana like truly went viral. I mean, I still get Google alerts from news outlets in India talking about Nana (laughs) and how she's the oldest makeup model of all time. Love it. Love to see it. Well, happy birthday to her in advance. Thank you so much, Lainey, for your time today. And we really appreciate it. And, you know, congrats on all your success so far. And can't wait to see what's next. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. 
Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. Wednesday.